We want to cooperate with rather than resist the process of growth. So when we begin to understand, look, growth requires hardship, we can look at the hardship in our life and we can leverage it and start cooperating with the hardship. You are listening to the Hope Valley Podcast, a weekly production of Hope Valley Church in Winchester, Virginia, with your host, Pastor Sam Rogers. Welcome to Sunday Morning with Hope Valley Church. I'm Pastor Sam. I'm the lead pastor here at Hope Valley. And today we're finishing up a three-part series we've been calling Facing the Storms. You know, storms are things that uh, come for us whether we want them to or not, right? Seasons of suffering, difficulty, hardship. Uh, We all experience these. Uh, Oftentimes we didn't cause them. It's just part of our life experience. And we go through these terrible and horrible storms. And so we've been learning how to face the storms by rejecting a survivalist mentality, right? Rejecting the mentality that that just hopes to merely survive and last through the storm and actually learning to face them by embracing the storm, seeing the hope through the storm. And then today we're going to talk about learning to leverage the storms in our life. And so there's a, there's a statement I want you have kind of at the front of your mind as we go through this lesson, and that is that accomplishing, okay, hear me out on this, accomplishing the purpose of the storm is more important than ending the storm. Accomplishing the purpose of the storm is more important than ending the storm. And we might hear that and go, yeah, that sounds right, but that's actually still really hard to live out. And I understand that. You know, often we can only see opportunities that are suffering provided after the storm's over. I've been there, you've been there. You know, I've been sharing a, a time in my life in the last two lessons when, you know, newly married, one child, second one on the way, a severe pay cut happens, and we just don't have the money that we need. Um, And, you know, looking back now on that season, on that storm that my wife and I faced together, uh, I can see that it actually had a lot of benefits in my life. One of those things was it kind of freed me from being so anxious around money. Uh, And and it also really built my faith because God provided for us during that time. We we were provided for in in, in a season of life where it didn't really make sense where the money was coming from. And so it built my faith and trust in the Lord to, to, to make the choices in life that I knew were good and right, even if financially it didn't seem to add up, trusting that God will provide financially for us. And that has continued to serve us well now for several more years of marriage, right? And so I didn't know it at the time, right? I didn't know when I was going through the storm, but that storm was actually creating a lot of strength and fortitude in our family. And, you know, I'm not alone in that, right? We, we we all tend to see growth or the opportunities that we had for even more growth. We tend to really only see these things after the storm's over. Like we look back at the storm and, and we realize um, that we were so blinded by the pain and the difficulty and we were so focused on just making it through, just not dying, right? That we totally missed the ways that we could have come out of that storm stronger, wiser, and better equipped. Like, for example, maybe we suffered for bad choices, but we didn't learn to make better choices in the future, 
right? Or maybe we went through a setback in our career, but we didn't learn to approach work differently. Or maybe we went through you know, a breakup or even a divorce, but we didn't learn how to be a better partner to a person. And we could go on and on, right? Like we could all list times in our life where we, we went through a terrible season, a really difficult, hard season. And we look and go, you know what? There was such opportunity there for me to learn and grow and be better equipped and come out wiser. And I was so focused on just surviving that I totally missed it. You know, we're all guilty of this. We've all done it. I've done it more than once in my life. And I think it's something we can all relate to, right? Sometimes the truth is that the storms we suffered, they were so terrible that all we knew was to just survive. Um, But nevertheless, we look back, you know, with a lot of regret and we see opportunities that we missed. So how can we avoid that in the future, right? That's the question. Okay, we, we can look back in our life, we can see times where we had storms and we didn't really leverage them. We didn't really use them to our advantage to grow and to become stronger. How can we avoid that mistake in the future? Well, let's consider some of these passages and then we'll, we'll talk about that. You know, here in James chapter 1, verse 2, uh, James writes, Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow, for when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. James makes it really clear there, right? We need to change our perspective on suffering and trials and difficulty, and we need to see them as the opportunity that they are for us to grow in our endurance and our character and our patience and many other ways, right? Let's look here in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7. It says, So to keep me from becoming proud, I was given a thorn in my flesh. This is Paul bragging. Verse 8. It says, Three different times I begged the Lord to take it away. But each time he said, My grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. So now... I'm glad to boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ can work through me. That's why I take pleasure in my weaknesses, in the insults, in the hardships, in the persecutions and troubles that I suffer for Christ. For when I am weak, then I am strong. That's some deep stuff Paul is dropping there in chapter 12. Uh, But let's look, what, what do we see being taught in these passages? Well, first... Really what we see is that all growth requires hardship. And when you think about that in life, I mean, everywhere you look in the world, that is how things work. Growing is hard. It's hard work. It oftentimes uh, requires really uncomfortable things, even painful, hard things, right? But everything in life where we grow, it happens through hardship. And by embracing the hardship, we can actually leverage the hardship to cooperate with, okay? We want to cooperate with rather than resist the process of growth. So when we begin to understand, look, growth requires hardship, we can look at the hardship in our life and we can leverage it and start cooperating with the hardship rather than resisting. 
Because when we begin to cooperate with the process, this process of growth, then we come out and we haven't squandered that difficult time like we used to, right? We do this, okay, so you go, okay, great, Sam, I get the concept, but like, how do I do that? You know, we do it by expecting a lesson in the hardship and slowing down until we learn it. This is a really practical, easy step, okay? But, uh, okay, easy step, no. Simple step, yes. It's a simple step, all right? We have to expect in every difficult situation we come into in life, every time of suffering, every time of loss, every time of pain, everything that we go through that's, that, that's in this big category of storms in our lives, we have to look at that and we have to say, I expect that in this suffering, in this setback, in this loss, there is a lesson. And I'm not just going to try to get the storm over with. I'm going to actually slow down. Okay? I'm going to slow down until I learn that lesson. So when you're going through this difficult time, if you want to leverage it, right, for growth, if you want to leverage it so you can cooperate with rather than resisting the process of growth, you do that by expecting the lesson and then slowing down until you learn it. Okay, it's hard. This is all hard, right? It's all hard. But it's necessary and it's the only way that we can really go through storms and come out having really accomplished the purpose of the storm rather than just, you know, gigging the storm over with. What we also see being taught in these passages is that we, we will only learn to operate in the strength that God gives us when we come up against the limitations of our own strength and ability. That's what you see Paul talking about there in 2 Corinthians 12, right? It's like there's this power that we get from God. There's this power that we get from the Spirit, strength that we need to overcome, persevere, and succeed. It only happens, though, when we ourselves are brought to a breaking point, when our weakness is exposed, when we come up against the limitations of our own strength, that's where the strength of Jesus steps into our lives, right? And so Paul under, began to understand this at such a level that he looked at his weaknesses and sufferings and he said, I'm actually, I rejoice in those things. I'm happy that I have limitations. I'm happy that I'm weak because that becomes the pathway through which the power of Christ begins to work through me, right? Here, so I rejoice in all these things because when I am weak, then I'm strong. And here, I just want you to think about this for a minute because we talked at the front of this series about embracing the storms. And you know, the ultimate evolution of this idea of embracing the storm is this. It's beginning to see the limitations that you have. Okay, seeing the limitations you have as a blessing and a gift from God for your growth and your protection rather than a curse and a burden. You know, as humans, so oftentimes we, we, we run up against our limitations, right? There's only so much that I can do. There's only so many skills that I can possess. There's only so many talents that I have. There's only so many resources, right? Maybe when I was younger, I could do all these things. Now I'm older and my body doesn't cooperate with me. And, you know, whatever it could be, right? We have all these limitations that we come up against. 
and we hate limitations. We don't like limitations. Like, you know, all of our fantasies, right? All of our stories are about superheroes that have no limitations, right? They can fly, they can run, they're bulletproof, you know, no limitations. We romanticize this idea of no limitations, but it's not biblical. Because the limitations that you have are actually a gift from God. They're not a curse. They're not a burden. God is blessing you by limiting you. Because if you actually could live with no limitations, you would destroy yourself. So would I. And so we have to learn to look at our limitations as a blessing and a gift. That's what Paul learned in 2 Corinthians 12. He began to see his limitations, his weaknesses, as a gift from God for his, for his protection and his growth. Right? So my challenge for you today is to begin to see the storm in your life as your ally in growth. Okay? You have to choose to see the storm in your life as your ally in your personal growth. Because it is. Your storm is not the enemy. Your storm is not something that's in the way of your growth. Your storm, as we learned earlier, is the process. It's not a hindrance to the process, right? And so you have to begin to see the storm in your life as actually your ally in growth. You have to be proactive in seasons of suffering rather than just reacting to them. That's how we do this, right? The, the, the survival mentality, that's a reactive mindset. You're just reacting to a storm. But a proactive, right? A proactive mindset in a storm says, there's a lesson here and I'm slowing down till I learn it. That's a proactive attitude. Second, you have to see God for what he is doing. I'm sorry, you have to seek. <laughs> Couldn't read my own notes there for a minute. You have to seek God for what he is doing. When you go in prayer during a storm in your life, you have to say to God, God, what are you doing in the storm? Teach me. Grow me. Rather than just seeking him for how fast he'll bring an end to the storm. Because again, what we have to learn is that accomplishing the purpose of the storm is more important than ending the storm. We have to focus on growing in the middle of a storm, not just focus on surviving to the end and seeing that end come quicker, okay? So in your life, my challenge or encouragement for you today is that you would choose to see your storm as your ally in personal growth because it is. And you know, I, I really believe that if we all started to do this, if we all learned to see the storms of our life as allies and therefore began to leverage those storms for personal growth and victories for the kingdom of God, you know, the hardships that we face individually and corporately, I think would make our communities and our families stronger and more resilient. I mean, that's one of the blessings I would expect to see. And I believe we will see as we learn to do this, right? That both individually and corporately, uh, you know, the storms would make our communities and our families stronger and more resilient. And we will also see victory in our communities against the work of the enemy, who is ever trying to slow us down during hardships, right? 
these are some great blessings I really believe that we will see as we learn to do this. And so, again, I really encourage you today in your life, learn to see your storm as your ally in personal growth. Stop praying that prayer. God, bring my storm to an end. God, bring my storm to an end. No, no, no. Start praying, God, accomplish your purpose in me, in this storm. Embrace the storm. See the hope through the storm. Leverage the storm. That is how Jesus faced the storms of his life here on earth. And that is how he has taught us and is teaching us to do the same. Before we wrap up the series and and, 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 uh, today's lesson, I just have some questions. Because again, this is really heavy. Uh, It's very serious things, right? Uh, it's, It's hard. A lot of hard changes that we have to make. And so I want you to take these questions. I want you to slow down with them this week. Think about them. Reflect on them. Pray through them. Think about them some more, right? Uh, And just go a little bit deeper with some of the stuff we've talked about today. First question is, you know, you should never waste a perfectly good storm. Did you know that strong winds help to strengthen the roots of trees? That's a fun fact. Think back on the strong winds that you have faced in your life. How is your root system? You know, this, this is an important kind of self-evaluating question, right? And again, it's true. You know, we see that storms can actually make the root systems of trees stronger. So apply that to your life. Apply the, think through the way that you've gone through storms. Have you allowed the storms in your life to make your roots stronger? Next question. In what ways might you be resisting growth when you're facing a storm? And the third question, in what ways do you need to embrace your weaknesses and limitations so that you can experience Jesus' power? So really take those questions this week. Think through it. Pray through it. uh, Go a little bit deeper because this is some serious stuff. We all face storms in our life. We all have really terrible, terrible things happen to us, happen around us, happen in our families horrible seasons that we have to go through. It's a part of our life here on earth. We know that to be true. But with God, these seasons can be uh, rich with seasons of personal growth and victories for what God is doing in our communities, in our families, in our nation. And so we don't want to squander the storms. We don't just want them to end. We don't just want to survive them. We want to face them, see the hope, and leverage them for all these good blessings that God is going to bring through them. All right. Look, I'm really glad that you've taken this time. Uh, hopefully you've had a chance to watch or listen to the whole series. And if not, you can always go back, you know, through YouTube or we're on Spotify and, uh, and Apple Podcasts and, and Google and everything else. But I uh, uh, really enjoy um, this time with you. And hopefully it has been a blessing and been really helpful for you in your life. Uh, yeah, we love you. Pray that God will bless you really richly today. All right. Bye-bye. We are so glad you've joined us today. To learn more about Hope Valley Church and get access to free resources, just go to www.hopevalley.church. Hope Valley is a church based in Winchester, Virginia that meets in homes around the region. So if you'd like to find out more about home churches, how they work, 
and how to locate one near you, just go to hopevalley.church/house. Thanks again for joining us and may God bless you today.